Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. The people knew what the signal meant. They, they called 911. Our deputies positioned themselves. Everything worked perfectly that day as uh, it was a textbook operation. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. A man was arrested in Kentucky recently after a 16-year-old girl who was reported to be missing was found in his car. The sheriff's office confirmed the arrest happened on I-75 in Kentucky in early November. I'm joined by reporter and anchor Tom Lally at WHAS 11 in Louisville, Kentucky. Tom, thanks for being here with us. Of course, happy to share the story. Yeah, this is uh, a good story to tell. It has a, a happy ending. And what's most interesting about it, if I can put it that way, is the manner in which she was found, uh, discovered. And we'll get into that. T- tell us what we know about uh, what happened back on November 4th. Yeah, so on November 4th, a stranger called 911 and said that he recognized somebody had used a gesture he knew from TikTok on the highway. It was this young girl in the passenger seat of a silver Toyota. And uh, she held her hand out the window. It looked to the common person kind of just like a wave. But he recognized it as a symbol of distress, called 911, gave them mile marker updates as to where he was and where this car was, uh, gave authorities enough time to go to an exit down the highway, set up a brigade. He uh, kept giving them that update. They ended up getting off on the exit they expected the guy to get off on, pulled him over. Turns out this was a 61-year-old man with a 16-year-old girl who was reported missing two days before that in North Carolina. Wow. So she had uh, traveled some distance and been missing for, as you mentioned there, a a few days and clearly a real cause for concern, I'm sure, for her family and authorities back in North Carolina. Definitely. And it wasn't just from North Carolina to Kentucky. Uh, The Sheriff's Department tells me that the 16-year-old girl told them uh, he took her to Ohio where he had family. Uh, they found out that she was reported missing and said that they weren't comfortable with them being there, so they took off again. And that's when they were going south uh, on I-75 through Kentucky, in the southern part of Kentucky. So who knows where they were going next? This case got a lot of attention because of this TikTok hand gesture. We're going to get into that a little bit more so people know uh, more about what that's all about. But did police divulge any more details about how these two had had met or how this this man had taking this girl off away from her home in the first place? No, the public information officer for the Laurel County Sheriff's Department wanted to share the story that more people would find out about the gesture, but he wouldn't share much of the additional details because he said a federal investigation was still ongoing, so he didn't want to give us everything that he knew. And my understanding is that police actually found more evidence of potential crimes on on the man who was taken into custody, right? Yes, so uh, his phone had... uh, well, they said they found matter of uh, sexual content of a minor between the ages of 12 and 18. I asked if it was the same minor that he was driving with. Uh, they wouldn't tell me that info. We really don't want to get into the specifics of the case for obvious reasons, ongoing investigation. We're hoping that 
with it, the, the vehicle having tra uh, traveled across state lines that the uh, FBI will take the case on. They, they have been down here uh, and, and been quite helpful. And uh, we really hope that they will adopt the case. So we want to be really careful about how much information that we release. So let's get back to this hand gesture. And it may be the first time that a lot of people have heard about this. But what is it, as best you can describe, what is it? And, and what is it all about? How did it come into, into being? Yeah, so before this story, even I had no idea about this. Uh, the gesture is called a signal for help. You hold up your hand to, it was created during the pandemic to be used on virtual calls, but now when adopted more widely, you hold up your hand, uh, palm out, bring your thumb into your palm, fold your four fingers over your thumb, and that's it. That's the sign she made from the window, and that's what authorities say could have saved her life. And the idea is that anyone who is experiencing some type of distress or an emergency situation, domestic violence, what have you, right? Is that sort of the the idea behind this? Yes, and I actually just yesterday got to talk with the Canadian Women's Foundation. They're the group that created this, created videos around it to push it on TikTok. Uh, and they say it's just a signal for anybody that's going through distress, especially domestic violence, to be able to say, hey, check in on me. It doesn't always mean call 911. In this situation, driving down the highway, a complete stranger, yes, you can call 911. But sometimes it just means check in on me and see what my next move forward is when we're in private especially because of the uptick in domestic violence during the pandemic. They wanted a, a safe way without a digital footprint to say that you need help. So miraculously, this other driver happened to know what this was and made this really important phone call to police. Exactly. And I've actually been trying to figure out who this driver was. Uh, they don't have a record of it to look back and find out who, what the phone number was that called or who the person was. The sheriff's department has been trying to figure it out so that they can do something to say thank you and kind of bring more light to it. But it's really just somebody that saw it, could have been from Laurel County, could have been from anywhere in the country. And like these two was driving through their area, just saw it and did the right thing and called 911. We don't know a whole lot about the caller. The caller didn't stay around. Uh, that's definitely the definition of a, of a good Samaritan because th they had no idea uh, what, what the, the, the whole story was all about. And they saved the young girl's life because we know, we do not know what his the 61 year old man's intentions were. He would not relate to us what his intentions were, uh, and we have to think that it was less than honorable. And what else have you learned about about this hand gesture and the use of it uh, during the pandemic and in recent months and your conversations with with those who have been behind the use of it and getting the word out there? Yeah, so because I didn't know it, you know, when you don't know something, you're not sure how popular it is or how well-known it is. Uh, I asked the Canadian Women's Foundation if they have any metric of how many people know about how many times it's been used outside of videos on TikTok with millions of views. You know, in the real world, are there any examples of this one? And uh, the person I spoke with said they actually conducted a study in Canada, where they're from, and found that one in three Canadians are familiar with the gesture, have used it, or have seen it used. Um, which is an amazing number when you think of an entire country, and it's spread outside of that. They said uh, dozens of other countries have now reported that they've seen it and used it in their home countries. And I believe I saw the the local sheriff, right, explaining this further uh, on WHAS 11, or did you speak with him? Yeah, I did speak with, not the sheriff, the public information officer for the sheriff's department. He was 
ecstatic about this story. He wanted to make sure that, because he didn't know the gesture either, he wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of this. Because one thing that he said that has really stuck with me was, I wonder how long she was making that gesture out the window before someone saw it. And I wonder what would have happened if this one person wasn't driving by her on the highway. This vehicle had actually left uh, Asheville, North Carolina, probably on Tuesday morning. That's when the the uh, 16-year-old was reported missing. And it uh, the girl told us that they had traveled through Tennessee, through Kentucky, to Ohio, to some of his relatives. But we wonder how long that this girl had been doing this signal uh, because the vast majority of mo- most people probably would not recognize that signal for what it meant. We didn't even know what it meant. Uh, we definitely do now. You can't hang a handkerchief out the window and you can't flail your arms from side to side because the suspect that's driving the vehicle would would obviously be able to tell what you were doing. In this instance, it just looked like the young lady was waving at uh, people. She was in the front seat with him and it just looked like she was waving at individuals. He had no idea that uh, she was putting out a, a distress signal that she was in distress. What a story. And, uh, you know, it's, again, it's something that really is designed or, or came about for use on virtual calls, right, or the internet, but in this case, being used in real life. Maybe we'll hear more stories like this. I, I hope that we hear more stories of successes like this because, you know, as I was telling you a little bit before our call, I used to report in you know, Wisconsin and Minnesota, uh, and I just got here a few months ago. We had stories of people missing that, you know, were never found, that, you know, maybe even worse happened than they were just somewhere out of state. So it's always great when you get to report on maybe not a happy ending, but an ending uh, where somebody was found and reunited with their family. Tom Lally at WHS 11 in Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us about this case. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday with new episodes Monday through Friday. We also have a weekly show covering cases around the country, True Crime Chronicles. Check it out today wherever you listen to podcasts. That's True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.